Welcome to Low Standards and Port. Thursday, May 5th, 33 Eastern Standard Time. May 5th, Cinco de Mayo. Welcome, everybody. Broadcast Cinco de Mayo. Miguel Carpe as our co host. It's yes. Smokus. <laughs> What's going on there, buddy? With whatever. I am unsatisfied. Oh, what a beautiful sun. Hey, did you end up watching when I sent you? I started to, and then it was because I have not been able to sit down in front of a computer aside from work shit. It's been a weird yeah. freaking week at work, but um, I, got I, you. I just saw your email and I'm like, oh, I'm going to open it up. And I saw the beginning like five minutes. I'm like, oh, this is going to be interesting. And it's tell us, tell us, tell the world. Because yeah, this is you, a, you don't have to YouTube be a replacements fan. Yeah, you don't. So I, I sent El Carpe a, a, um, a link to a, a documentary, short documentary about a group yeah, called The brief. Replacements. It's what you're listening to yeah. now. In the, in yeah, the, in this the, is Unsatisfied for Let It yeah, Be by The Replacements. Go ahead. I'm going to shut up now. Nope, you're good. And it, it talks oh. about, it was, a, it was a punk band that came out late 80s, early 90s. And um, Paul Westerberg was... Uh, the lead singer and a, a brilliant songwriter. And when you listen talented, to their albums, guy, yeah. Yeah. yeah, he's got um, a definite, um, you know, uniqueness about him, the way he writes, the way raspy he voice. Songs. Yeah. And um, I would encourage everybody to go uh, buy the album Let It Be by The Replacements. Right, give right. A perfect example of exactly what The Replacements are about. But there's a documentary oh, I sent yeah. over to El Carpe, and I, I wanted him to watch it um, and listen to it. And it's all about how replacements came about, um, how they're a little bit political and a little bit um, pretentious, I guess the word might be. But, uh, um, slightly pretentious, yeah, but they're good. <laughs> but um, so I, can, I, don't, oh, I don't have the name of the documentary on me. I should have looked it up. But anyways, it, oh, nevertheless, I... it's, a, it's a good documentary. It's only like 25 minutes long. But it's, it's, uh, um, it's interesting. Do, do, it's about do, do, you know do. what? It's about a band again that just it's, does it their way. They didn't last, but no. Westerberg is a brilliant songwriter. You know, it's called uh, Tim and How the Replacements Ruined Everything. Exactly. It's a good yeah. documentary if you want to know a little bit about. You punk. find it on YouTube, just like that. Tim and How the Replacements Ruined Everything. Yep. And, but I uh, love his voice, and I've loved the replacements for a very long time. You've loved yeah. that one particular album, Let It Be, for a long time. And it, it's... it really, where I got to was them talking about the fact that they named their album Let It Be to piss off their producer, who yeah. was the guy who was a big-time Beatles fan. Right. And then, it, then he, uh, Paul Westerberg started talking about the fact that he was unsatisfied with this whole thing, and that's how he wrote the song Unsatisfied, which I just faded out the way you love it. Um, the way you taught yeah, me, and it's a reference faded out perfectly. Reference back to the Rolling yeah. Stones, yeah, yeah. Oh my God, just phenomenal, good stuff. So how you been, good man? Stuff. What's been going on? What's what's the hey, you know, What's going on? Yeah, what's the still uh, still still perpendicular to the ground, which is good. And, uh, you know, still right. employed, so that's all good. Um, hey, Shannon just joined us. I don't know oh, if, hey. if that's going to be a long time thing or not, but stick around, sister. Yeah, it's going to be awesome. Uh, kind of I'm assuming out. it's Shannon. Well, sister it's the thousands of downloads dude, that we get it's fine people yeah, are the, like the, you know you guys are good are people you know yeah, well, you're good but i i, I want to listen to somebody else too so 
we're going to download your show and I'm going to move on. That's why people leave. I could almost guarantee. Right, right. They're like, oh yeah, we want to hear you and um, we'll listen to you now, but uh, not really. Um, (laughs) So we're going to get a couple things out of the way first. Uh, Number one, um, it's been a long time coming. The loss is Jameson Walker, Statler and Waldorf have provided us with the following disclaimer because we want people to understand that we are crazy and stupid and there's a dog. I knew the dog would come out for the show. Yeah. And I just wanted to make sure uh, the law of James Walker, Statler and Waldorf have told us that the dog is not an official part of the show, although no. uh, it's only because we don't pay him minimum wage. Um, right. But the fact of the matter is, please listen at your own risk. These guys are moderately insane. The views expressed by the host are not necessarily those of rational human beings. All shows are poorly researched and presented by idiots. That's you and me, Rick. All semblance of... Any semblance of intelligent thoughts are purely coincidental and should not be considered factual. This program is not endorsed by any committee, team, group, organization, band, or tribe. And I got to tell you, I've had a couple of those um, uh, Synchro Mm. de Milo um, beverages before we got started. Tequila, maybe, Uh, or... Well, actually, um, I'm celebrating Synchro... It's hello, Shannon. Woohoo! I'm celebrating Synchro... Sanko, Sanko, so my in my own particular way, but I've had a beverage or seven, and uh, yeah, the, the holiday, well ready for the show, yeah, the holiday Go, that celebrates tell us, tell us. date o, date of the Mexican Army's May fifth, eighteen sixty two victory over France at the Battle of Puebla during the Franco Mexican yeah. War, yeah, the day which falls on Thursday, May fifth, two thousand twenty two. Is also known as the Battle of Puebla Day. Puebla Day. Well, it Puebla? is a relatively minor holiday in Mexico, in the United States, because it gives us a reason to drink more. Well, um, it, honestly, evolved into a commemoration of Mexican culture and heritage, particularly in the areas with large Mexican American populations. Oh, where could that be? Right. Hmm? I don't know. Yeah, all over the place. Somewhere. I don't know. Close Whatever. Yeah. Somewhere. You know. And here's the fun thing. Um, we, as like you know, your standard born in America dumbasses that we all, yeah. Um, yeah, really don't need much of an excuse to want to drink. And if you tell us hmm. Synchro de Milo is what, and I can never, I, I've never said the word correctly, and I apologize for those who take the holiday seriously. Milo, yeah, is his um, close second brother, yeah, Milo T. Fish, boy, his guitar, Synchro cousin. de Milo. Um, yeah, you know, anybody who takes it seriously, I apologize. Uh, I'm just an asshole and I know it. No. Um, but regardless, um, there's really not a reason more than, oh, there's a reason someone no. said so. That's yeah. perfectly good enough for us as uh, standard option Consumer. white basic Consumer. consumers <laughs> to just go ahead and uh, d- obtain a yeah. vast amounts of alcohol and consume it, it, it just said right now like Mex- mexico and then we do podcasts and we're stupid what, yeah. i'm sorry what now yeah. huh yeah well it hey. just said the little write-up said mexico doesn't even celebrate it that often but united mm-hmm. states finds that it's important to go out and get drunk on a whatever tuesday no let's say thursday well you know what yesterday um, was you know you come you do the, know what yesterday was may 4th may the 4th be with you I know my friend sent me that. Is yeah. that just going around or what? It's been a thing for since like a while, a long time. Well, you know, a long it, time meaning like we're talking seconds, minutes, hours, days. It's been a, a number of years, more okay. more than ten years. 
Really? Uh, and it's been a, a yeah, it's well, it's been a secret dork thing. And I'm a dork, so I know. Yeah, yeah, um, I've been celebrating time. May the 4th for a long time. And last year, I took May the 4th off and sat and watched <clears throat> like six of the movies on my own, of the Star really? Wars movies on my own. And the kids only joined me for like two of them. Last night, my kiddo, my youngest, joined yeah. me and we watched um, because I said, you know, we got to see how this all started. And so we watched the one that actually happened before chronologically not actual physically because in 1977 the fourth movie came out uh, the, the you know because it's four five and six came out first and then 1987 first star wars came out right and that was episode four episode four five and six were the first three to come out and then they went back and did episodes one, two, and three, and then later did episodes um, seven, eight, and nine. But in between, there was the Han Solo movie and yeah. the Rogue One movie. So we watched last night, my kiddo and I watched Rogue One, and Rogue One happens just before episode four, the very first Star Wars movie. So we yeah. watched all we watched all of Rogue One because that's how they figure out they there's a Death Star and that there's plans for the Death Star and how that all comes about, and then how the plans get transferred to Princess Leia and the droids and all that other stuff, well, and then we watched the first like 15 minutes of Episode Four and then it was like too late we had to go to bed. So it was Star Wars: Return of the Jedi. What was the third one? Uh, well, it was, it was Star Wars: A New Hope, episode no, four. We're... No, no, no. Star the, the first one, 1977, A New Hope came yeah. out. That was what? A New Hope, episode four. No, and the then... No, wait, wait, wait. Just shut up and let me finish. Star Wars episode... came out in 1977. Yes, the actual Star movie. Wars. Yeah. Yes, and it was the called. Sequels. Then it was hold on. Then it was Return of the Jedi, and then there was the next yeah. one. What was the next one? No. After oh, Star Wars, it was Star wrong, Wars A New yeah. Just listen. Star Wars A New Hope, episode four, is what it was called. And then Star Wars the the, the fifth episode was return uh, not uh, uh it was The Empire Strikes Back. And then the sixth episode, which was the third movie, was Return of the Jedi. Oh. So it was a New Hope, the other one, and Return of the Jedi. Empire Strikes Back, Return of the Jedi. And that's how they came out. It was 77 and then something in 79. Empire Strikes Back, Return of the Jedi. And then pre Oh, then Star Wars Episode One, The Phantom Menace, Episode Two, Attack of the Clones. Okay. Yeah. I don't know. Yep. Off a little bit, but I get what you're saying. No, I'm not off. I know my I know my Star Wars shit. <laughs> All right, whatever. Go ahead. I'm listening. So bite me. Um, I was going to say that I've got a whole bunch of stuff that has nothing yeah. to do with whatever you thought our topic was going to be tonight. Oh, good. This um, should be about uh, magic tricks in Europe. I don't. I don't. Right. Think so you know, I was I was going to give you this for sure. 
would it rip these tier two? These go to 11. Uh, all right, that was even useless. Um, oh, here well, we go. So, it's been alive. Alive. beans and weenies. It's alive. It's alive. So, you know what? Beans, can I say beans something? And, can I say something? Beans and weenies are alive, I think. Yeah. Go ahead. Say something. Can I say, can I say something? No. You should be, of course you should be awfully appreciative that you and I are going to be spending your birthday together at the Bauhaus concert. Are we really? Yeah. We are? Yeah, yeah well, I sent you proof. Didn't I? I don't know, but I'll take it. I'm oh, ecstatic and excited, and I might even be naked for that night if you want. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Shannon says, you forgot Chewbacca gets a slave. Oh, shave. Um, I, don't think I, I don't think I saw that one. Shannon, really? Shannon, really? I think I got... <laughs> oh, I wait, think I got... Return of the Jedi and Empire Strikes Back. Jesus, that's disturbing. <laughs> what happened to the dog? Did you let the dog out finally? <laughs> Who let the dog out? Don't Who? go there. No, you, did you, did what I did hear that... Uh, oh, sorry, go ahead. What now? Did your wife let the dog out? No. Um, she uh, apparently gave it some of the gummies you sent. <laughs> I was just there the other day. I was at uh, my special little place in Ann Arbor, and I'm not going to mention any names, but no, um, me, and, me and Fuckballs went there. and uh, Hey, how is Fuckballs doing? She's doing all right. Did a little dope run. I miss um, her. It's all medicinal, yeah. but, you know, it's um, it's we, we get like so – if you if you go to like the honky down the street and they like sell you, I don't know, like a quarter for like eighty bucks or something, it just makes you paranoid and all that. The stuff I get costs double that, but you get exactly what you want. So you get if you want like something to smooth you out and make you sleep and kind of relax and you know, like I don't know. Right. Just, you just want to be the dude, then you, you get the indica. But they they direct you towards like these are the four or five I recommend. You know, or if you want something that says, hey, you know, I want something that's going to blow my shorts off and uh, give me a lot of like adrenaline or what. I don't know. Just get me going. Then they'll, they, they tell you these are the ones I'm, I'm going to recommend. And it, it really is a big difference between what I used to get from just a local guy that's like, oh, yeah, this is exactly what you're looking for. It just makes is you stone. The, the, they ever recommend this to you? Go ahead. Greasy pork sandwich served in a dirty ashtray. They never oh. serve that one, do they? Remember the remember the song? I just wanted that stone. One. Remember that? I just want to get stone. I can't remember who that was. Was that Zappa? Frank Zappa? I just, just want to get, get stoned. stoned. Remember that one? The iconic, like back in the 60s, 70s. Stoned. I think it was Frank Zappa. Stay out late. I just want to get Could stoned. Be. Yeah, try it. Cypress Hill? No, Cypress nope. Hill is I want to get nope. high. No, this is... Might, yeah, this might is as well get stoned by Chris Stapler. Joe Cocker, no. let's get stoned. No, it's like 60, Afro Man. I want to get stoned. I'll, I'll know if I Why see don't we it. all get stoned? Mac Davis? That's probably not it. Um, I think it was... I just want to get stoned. Yeah. Russell Brand? Russell no, Brand? No, no, no. That's not right. Um, 
So you're thinking it's Frank Zappa? Yeah, it might be. Maybe it's not. I want to get. I, I'm. What is it? Stoned? Frank Zappa stoned. Uh, Two stoned? You know what? I don't know. For, fucking forget it. I don't know. What, I have no idea what it is. I, I swear to God, if that was Frank Zappa stone, I don't know. It was a different name for it. Frank. This is no. This is talking. Forget it. Um, so, anyways, how you been? What you been I'm up to? Yeah, what are we talking good. about tonight, anyway? We are talking about what did I write? I was a stone. You, you wrote something, and I looked at it and I said, "That's not exactly what I have prepared at all." Because what I was thinking is we were going to talk about uh, where did I put it? Where the hell did I put it? Where oh, did, you put um, it? did I tell you we got a new sponsor? Did we really? Yeah, I got us a new sponsor. I've been working hard on it. Um, so hold on, let's see. I was trying to see if I can find the thing. Okay, okay, here's the one. All right, so I'm going to keep that. So I have, an, I've, I've got us a new sponsor. Let's close this. Let's oh. open this one. Um, so our new sponsor, um, you know, because we, we've, we've had tornado earbuds and we'll talk about that yeah. again later, uh, because tornado earbuds have given us at least 48 cents and helped contribute to our, uh, debauchery, uh, which we call a show. But, um, our new sponsor is a soon to be world famous local. Um, Sorry. What the hell Sorry, was that? I hit the wrong button. I hit the wrong button. I guess. No, no. Our new sponsor, a soon-to-be world-famous local American failed banker, failed and soon-to-be bankrupt winery, Dump Winery. It's growing American grapes for American consumption after fermentation. Yes, that's two big words in the same sentence. Pinots, Chardonnay, that pinko wine stuff, that Zinfandel, and all that other stuff. Yes, it's the Dump Winery, making American grapes again. And oh, they're part of the... Yeah, they're part of the MAGA organization, Majorly Associated Grape Association. Soon to be failed and bankrupt winery. I can't wait. But uh, so they're giving us uh, at least 68 cents towards our show, which is wonderful. <laughs> yeah, it's more than we ever gotten before. At least it one mm-hmm. lump sum. Well, right. They, they sent us the money and said, um, we'll talk about uh, the dump winery. And we're going to be making American grapes again. Yeah. Whatever. Wait, Big fucking dumbasses. I'm sorry. Did I say that out loud? I shouldn't have. We're making, and we're I did. making grapes. Making grapes? No, no, no. So um, oh. we'll go to the other sponsor real quick. We'll get this shit out of the way. And then we'll talk about the real show. Uh, the other sponsor for today is Tornado Earbuds, made from the recycled aluminum of a recently Mother Nature destroyed mobile homes from the famed Midwest Tornado Alley. Yes, it's a real American product. Sure, they're clunky and expensive, but they're American-made from American homes destroyed by American tornadoes. That goddamn it, right? American tornadoes. Yep. Right. Tornado ear, tornado earbuds, because the home of yesterday can become the sounds of tomorrow. It's just one natural disaster away. You're not kidding. So enough of these sponsors and the stupid shit. Um, I was thinking we were going to talk about here. Here's the, the the things that I emailed you and said, hey, let's talk about these things, and then you come up with whatever. And we'll just argue about it and figure it out. It'll be fun. So I said, let's talk about the British bands that made it in Britain, but not in the U.S. 
Really? You got high? Really? <laughs> Dude, I'm just kidding. when you I'm play just... music, it sounds terrible. Thank you. Because you don't well, and I appreciate the fact that you try, and I do I do love the fact that you do try. But it's what my it, fourth it, grade it, teacher used to say too. I appreciate you yeah. try. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know. Oh man. I'm I'm a hit. It's called Harry Potter. Harry Potter. I'm high as a bug. Anyways, go ahead and listen. I'm sorry to hear that. No, so we were going to talk about British bands that made it in Britain, but not in the U.S. Oh, oh, wait, wait, wait. What? I've got other things too. What? Go on. Um, go and um, reload YouTube or whatever device you use and type in Everybody Must Get Stoned by Bob Dylan. Oh, That's right. Cool. Yeah, obviously. Yeah, of course. Everybody must. Right, yeah. Duh. I don't remember. They'll stone you. I haven't heard the song in probably 30 years, but I still remember remember this song because, I mean, it's. Everybody must get stoned. What the hell? It's coming up rainy day women. That's not what? right. Here we go. This is right. Oh, this is going to be a live one. <laughs> well, this is one of those like almost Thanksgiving type things. You remember yeah. uh, what's what's the the classic Thanksgiving song? The thirty-one minute version of um, the whole story by the one guy. Oh, uh, something. Yeah, that, uh, he talks about, on. you know, and I was in the uh, thing at the jail and, and yeah, you, father you rapers and mother rapers and uh, something, uh, not cafe. Uh, I know what you're talking uh, What's your name's Alice's yep. Restaurant? Alice, yeah. yeah you, you can get anything Alice's you want restaurant. at Alice's Restaurant. This right. one reminds me of Alice's Restaurant. Well, there's more of a there's more of a refined version of this. Everybody must get stoned. Well, this one's a live version somewhere. Yeah, but I know what you're talking about. Yeah, you know what I'm talking about. Bob right. Dylan. Bob Dylan was great. Hey, look, the, the dog what? showed up. Hey. Hey, <laughs> whistling in my ear does nothing for the dog. You know we can hear <laughs> it. Yeah. I, I, he can't really, but seriously though. Sporto, All right. Motor hats, geeks, sluts, bloods, wasteboards, dweebies, dickheads. They all adore him. They dudes. think he's a righteous dude. That's... Oh, that's right. <laughs> dweebies. You know, I want to hurry up and get this uh, podcast over with because I'm so concerned about the Amber Heard and Jenny Arlo Depp. Guthrie. Thank you, Shannon. That's what it was, Arlo Guthrie. Shannon, it's Arlo Guthrie. I, I knew it was one of the it's like the I mean, coolest fun name ever. Yeah, um, but it's Alice's restaurant. Years. Yeah, every Thanksgiving. Uh, yeah, you tell me all the time, Shannon. You're the best. You stick around yeah. and call in, whatever. Thanks, Shannon. Know, we don't care. And then why are you WGA trying to get rid of us already? We just started doing a show. I haven't yeah. even gotten to any of the music that we we're talking about. It's because your dogs are barking too loud. Oh, my dogs are barking. I told you about um, the fact that, uh, was it, uh, hold on, uh, I got to do this correctly. Um, 
the hoodoo. Band. Okay, so Pete Townsend, Roger Daltrey, and John Entwistle were yep. um, arrested about a week ago because they went into a local dog pound that was uh, selling dogs illegally. Um, How many years ago? Dog this? fighting ring. They were fighting a dog fighting ring. Well, it's the three who members that are alive still. Yeah. Um, and the they released all the the animals from the that that illegal fighting ring, and the the local police have uh, basically said that uh, the who let the dogs out. <laughs> Ooh, oh boy! It, it was that was a that was a big stretch. Yeah, big stretch for a stupid joke. Did you almost and, say let down? Yeah, I would agree with you. I thought you were telling me a story or telling us a story, but I was making up a story. It was another bad joke. Bueller, you're Woo! my hero. You're my Shannon, hero. you're right. Yeah. <laughs> so look, Eric, how you been, man? I I, I got to tell you, I did. Um, I, I sat around with well, gonna, my kiddo. You're gonna have oh, to come God. over and do a. Yeah, we'll have to do a upstairs at Eric's again. I would very much love to do that. I would, I've I've been collecting some more of the. Um, uh, listener questions. Yeah. So that we can do another listener's questions at upstairs at Eric's. You know uh, what? And, yeah. I think the last one went so well, we should probably do it again. <laughs> <laughs> like three, three people listened to it and laughed at it. And, right. and the other 48,000 <laughs> decided not to download it. Yeah. <coughs> Am I going to make you die? I'm not going to make you die. I don't want to make you die. But no, uh, no, no. I, I've got a, a series of dumbass questions from uh, people who think we're actually funny, and I don't understand why. Yeah. Mm. Well, you would but think yeah, that we can do. We, can, we do have somebody would think we're, we're funny, right? Yeah. The, the four people who aren't related to us. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I told my mom you got to listen tonight. Yeah. Got to dial I told her. I said. Um, I said, Mom. I said, uh, Verizon got a hold of us and said that your your phone's going to be uh, out of date and uh, it's not going to support the the new five G. The new five G they're coming out with, and she's like, "Wow, what the hell's five G?" And I'm like, "Oh, never mind." I said, "We got to get you a new phone, Mom. A new flip phone." Mom, it's the five G oh, that it's the yeah. the five G is the thing that's controlling your brain. Yeah, she's like, "What the hell do I need a goddamn phone for? I've had this one for ten years." Why do you need a new one now for it? It works just perfectly fine. Right. So Ryzen says we got to get a new one. We're going to be out of, we're going to shut down our old service, the 3G. Oh, Christ. How much is that going to cost? <laughs> My mom cracks me up. I love oh. your mom. I, you know, we need to do a show with just me. You know what we should do? Oh, you know Honestly, what? If we, my mom we should do a show, show with our moms. Yeah. It leapfrogs our radiance by. Maybe hundreds. A lot. We should do a show with your mom and my mom. Because we still need to do the show with my mom where we talk about how she found me and all that stuff and let her just ramble in. Because you think I talk a lot? Jesus H. Christ on a popsicle stick. If you get my mom talking, there's no stopping her. It is a rambling. A train going downhill? You can't get a word in edgewise if you staple it to the the. Chalkboard. She sounds fun. Yeah, she sounds fun. Oh my God, it's ridiculous, and that would be so That's much awesome. fun to get my mom on our stupid. No, you show. are yakky. I didn't realize how yakky. I'm you actually very were. yakky. Yeah, 
Well, the, you need me to be yakky because well, no, you're not, not yakky, but you feed me the little bits and pieces that make me yakky, and then I go on forever and ever. And yeah. you go, oh yeah, so and then when, this. When we started the show. This. I said, Bill, you, you got to cover me. You're you're the you're the kind of the brains, and I'm the brawn. No, I'm the never mind. So Bill's Bill's a trivial. I'm not one. even I'm, remotely the brains. Yeah, we're kind of Carson and um, Carson and Daly. No, the other the other guy, Johnny Carson and Ed McMahon. Carson Ed and Mc, Ed McMahon. Ed McLunchman. Yeah, and it's worked out. I think we found our kind of our yeah. balance a little bit. So you know, I think it's hilarious and fun. Uh, and you know, honestly, Eric, I always have a great time when we do our show. And and my wife looks at me like, "Aren't you going to call your buddy tonight?" Like last week when we didn't do a show, aren't you going to call your buddy tonight? I think we're bros now. We're bros, not just buddies. Uh, whatever. But yeah. she she looks at it like, you know, it's I spend an hour and a half is... talking to my buddy on the phone. And right, other people right. are voyeurs and they listen in on our stupid conversations. Yeah. Dude, yeah. I, I do have some really good. Seriously, though, I did pick out some good songs for tonight. Well, let rip here, Chip of bands that were big in UK, but just didn't make it in the U S I can't believe you're going it down didn't transfer. That. Well, it, that is tough, but you know, there's a number of eighties bands that made it huge in the UK that yeah. did not make it big in the U S and I'm barely even scratching the surface. You recognize this song? I know the band. Hold on. Oh God! You're listening. You're paying attention. Hold on. Here comes the part that you should recognize in a second. Here, when he does the yippee yippee i i a. Yeah, I know the band. I just, you know, I'm not good at this. I don't know why. The song is Kinky Afro. And they were huge in, in Britain. And who is it? Barely, it's Happy Mondays. Oh, Happy Mondays. They barely scratched the surface in the U.S. Yeah. And I, know and, I recognize the sound. Yeah. And it's like, I know this band. I love this band. I've got one of their albums on uh, vinyl, actually. And I'm like, this is one of the ones that didn't make it. You know, and, and sometimes... Yeah. Uh, well, good when it came out, too, you know? Fade that out just the way you wanted me to. If it came out in the mid-80s, it had so much competition. Mm-hmm. Probably just got washed out a little bit. Well, the thing about the 80s was there was so much music out there. Yeah. It was yeah. like you and I had that one conversation about 1,700 shows ago where it was yeah. about the, the, the punk to the new wave to the 90s we did a really good that was a really good show by the way and if i knew what the title of it was i'd tell people but really there was just this growth this explosion of 70s punkers in 79 78 80 to 81 and then all of a sudden it just exploded all over the place and just about anybody figured i could be a band let me you ask know, you this. Got all sorts of stuff out there. This is, again, if, Happy Mondays doing Hallelujah. If punk led into disco, 
what what led Nirvana into Nirvana? I mean, Nirvana well, was punk did not punk did not lead into disco. Disco well, was before yeah. before punk, and punk well, was a reaction to disco. Too. Punk was a reaction to disco. Don't you start kind throwing my punk around? Can't remember with that yeah, disco punk started shit. in the early seventies, you know, or mm-hmm. mid seventies. So mid to late seventies, early eighties. You know, disco. No, you're actually. I'm. I'm going to take issue with that. Disco was seventy three, seventy two oh. through eighty one. And oh. I'm going to tell you that punk was a reaction. Yeah, Nirvana and grunge. And there's there's a whole huge, Shannon, you're exactly right. Shannon said Nirvana and grunge. Nirvana right and a, there's a couple other bands that really started that whole Seattle grunge sound. And they birthed a whole genre of music. But I'm saying this is what I'm know, saying. Is that... Go ahead. If How was... How is punk born, and why is Nirvana so close to punk, and why, how is Nirvana born? It doesn't seem like the backgrounds are the same. In other words, we didn't lead up to punk, we didn't lead up to Nirvana the same way. We came out of the 90s, right? We came out of the late 80s, early 90s in a Nirvana, but it was more of a rebellious kind of grunge, you know? So Maybe tired of... But what you tell me? It's it's a it's a it's an accumulation of knowledge and a reaction to that knowledge is what it is. Yeah, but I'm saying is you think punk was came from Vietnam, maybe? Well, no, but I I won't refute that. I I haven't given that enough thought. But that's a really good. That's a remarkably good thought. That punk might have been a reaction to Vietnam. But I think punk was more of a reaction to disco and formulating uh, songs for sale, where punk was like, I want to tell a story and fuck you, I'm going to do it the way I want. What's up, Sam I Am? Sam I Am is here. Oh my God. Sam I Am. I'm so happy you're here, brother. Stick around. This Jen, is gonna get weird. This is Happy Jen. Mondays doing step on. Yeah, dude, you're twisting so, my melon, man. Let me ask you this: Why did why did why did why did why did grunge come out? What was the influence back to grunge? If the '90s were so good and so prosperous, why did why did grunge happen? But you know, but that's not the thing. Is there wasn't all that you're much looking political at it, you're going looking on at in, it in a complete circle, and there's fragments to every circle. So grunge was a reaction to a particular something that happened. Well, grunge was like, it's like, I want to be a garage band, but I'm not liking the way that the particular garage band sound is going right now. So I'm going to fade out Happy Monday, step on. Yeah. I think Um, you've been drinking heavily. What I'm trying to get at. Oh yeah, I actually have been. So what what I'm getting at is that. Yeah, we're we're influenced. A lot of these bands are influenced by what happens politically and and yeah. um, with current events and whatnot. But it seems like punk came out at an the, odd time. And the sort doors of were almost the, the same, doors were you know? obviously a reaction to Vietnam. Yeah, 
Yeah, yeah. So I would, Shannon I would... says punk rock is a subgenre of rock and roll music that emerged in the mid 1970s as disco, progressive rock, string heavy pop dominated. But what's what's charts. the punk rockers built a You've reputation for rejecting right? the trappings of mainstream pop music? You're right to a point, Shannon. It it does. I gotta go use the bathroom. So keep talking. Go ahead. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna ramble on because I'm good at it. Go shake the weasel. But you're right, Shannon. Um, punk rock is basically that that revolt against the the norm, the the revolt against the that that um, what, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Where you you try and figure out uh, the the monetizing. It, it's that I'm a I'm a goddamn guitarist. I like playing guitar. I don't give a shit if I sell a record or not. I'm going to play the guitar the way I want. That's what punk rock turned out to be. You look at the Ramones. Those guys played, and Fear, the band Fear. Um, you know, there's all sorts of punk bands out there that just said, I'm going to play music the way I want, and I'm going to do it the way I want, and I don't care. Yes, exactly, Sam, I am. It's anti-pop. It's yeah, it's anarch, anarchist, realist, purist. Yeah, exactly. Hey, Chris Wilson, thanks for stopping by and liking the show. Um, we're gonna do some crazy shit. We're still talking music, and it's just it, it, this is this is really it's just two guys talking about the stuff that we love and what we think about that stuff. And if you like it, feel free to share and like the show. If you don't like it, you know, tell us to fuck off. I, we're fine with that. We don't care. Um, but we're interested in your comments and we'll try and keep reading it as we go. But you're right. You're very right. The, the whole idea, Shannon, of punk rock was a revolt against the, the norm. And Eric, exactly. it, it is. Punk rock is a revolt against the norm. And then you look at things like, oh, by the way, um, I'll get you in a second on that question I have for you. But punk rock and then your early 80s, that that your clash pretenders talking heads all those like late 70s early 80s bands were political but not political but kind of you know screw you we're going to do what we want we're going to play it the way we want we're going to do things the way well, we want plus it was all what it was you and i grew college up students. yeah it was What's geared that? towards college students yeah, no, that's they, what you and I grew up in. And I was, yeah. I was, you know, in the early 80s, I was a, a young teenage kid. Yeah. And it was like, this is awesome stuff because they're telling the the establishment to go screw themselves and and basically making music the way they want. And I'm like, this is this is great stuff. But but you know the ironic thing? Well, no, I don't know if it's ironic. Tell me, what is the you know, ironic the, thing? The crazy thing is, is that Tell me if you look at thing. music prior to MTV, or I should say MTV, prior to like 1986, there was a lot okay. of depth. It was a lot of like emotion, a lot of stories with music. After 1987, 88, right around, remember Guns N' Roses, Appetite for Destruction and yeah. all that kind of and, stuff. And then they had that double album in the 90s. Yeah, after that, it seemed like everything went to video and the whole art of songwriting, poof, went away because it was so over-marketed, so over-engineered. We all knew it, except for the people that didn't care. 
but it was no longer putting the needle on the record. It was just watching on TV. You well, know, it took so much away from. So MTV had MTV you know? itself had such a great influence from '81 when it came out to yeah. like '87 or so, and then it started doing all sorts of crazy shit. But from '81 to '87, MTV said you don't have to be super famous and super awesome. You can just have a good story and a good song, and we'll yeah. put you on the air. And yeah, that we'll play was three the beauty times of it. Onda. Yeah. And then you get something like, you know, Hootie and the Blowfish. Great music. <laughs> it was fine. Right. And it was wonderful. But it's, it, it, you compare Hootie and the Blowfish to The Clash, and it's like, who the fuck are you? Yeah. I like Hootie, Hootie and the Blowfish. I, I, I like Hootie and the Blowfish. If you heard, and, you know, I, I like Hootie and the Blowfish, and I think they got yeah. a ton of talent. It's Darius Rucker now. He went country, probably to make more more money, but whatever, it doesn't matter. Yeah. Um, but if you compare like ELO, Electric Light Orchestra, to Hootie and the Blowfish, right. there's no comparison. And I'm not ripping on Hootie and the Blowfish, I'm just making them an example. But I, I could use anything. Where's the depth in today's music? There isn't. It's all freaking marketing, it seems, you know? It, does, so, it doesn't have any heart. Like, you know, you've, we've all heard that before. Sam I Am uh, comes up with this awesome question yeah and, and honestly we could center the whole show around this sam mm. i am this is a great freaking question what music won't you listen to that is you know, great that is me, a, that is a phenomenal question thank you sam i am for book. that question good book go ahead you just, you, you, it's i said music just like a, it's like a, a good unknown book once you get right. into it, you can figure out, hey, is it, is it catchy? Is it something you like? Does it make sense? Mm -hmm. Does it tell a story or have some history? Support some ideas? You know? Well, no, um, Sam, I am. I, I'm actually, now that you, you've asked that question, I really want to talk to you. If you have the opportunity and the availability to call in and yeah, not have bad, bad sound quality, please call in you know, because I would like to discuss this with you because that's phenomenal. That is a great freaking question. What music won't you listen to? Seriously, yeah. Eric, you you know me and my kids. I yeah. love Taylor Swift. I love Taylor yeah. Swift. I'm an 80s boy. I love all the punk stuff. I love all the crazy rock stuff, all the, the 70s rock stuff. But yet I still love Taylor Swift because her, her songs tell a story and the story is worth listening to. I Sam, agree. I am. Welcome to the show. Hey. You're there, Sam, I am. Yeah, that is a phenomenal question. Getting my headset to connect. No, no, you're you're good. You're good, brother. I can't even find my head. So, so your question is what what music won't you listen to? And I love that question because I love a lot of tunes. I love all sorts of stuff. I'll listen to country stuff once in a while. I'll listen to Miley Cyrus. Not super interested in any of that. You know, I'll listen to theme songs. If you like Taylor Swift, handle Miley Cyrus. Well, no, that's completely <laughs> she's, different. She's like story. the nephew. She's like the nephew of Dolly Parton. Mm -mm. Mm -mm. Yeah. Yeah. I, I like about any kind of music too. I I can't take. Uh, I'm not sure which one of you said it, but I can't take today's stuff. It just doesn't have any depth. It doesn't mean anything. Uh, half of it is breakup songs. Yeah. So it's just Sam, I am. 
This is El Carpe. Sam, I am. Let me ask you a couple of quick questions. How old are you? Yeah. Uh, 50. Okay, perfect. You're our age. We're, we're that age. Where, where do you live? You don't Tennessee. have to give. Okay, so Tennessee. Okay, so country music area. But yeah, are you? I like a wide range of stuff. Are you a, a classic country music guy? Are you an ancient country music guy? Are you? Do you like the the new country music people? What's going on? Yeah. What what influences you? Let me ask. Let's ask yeah, that. When you when you put on, let's uh, say you buy a CD or a record or something, what are you going to put on the radio? What are you going to listen to when you're Vince doing Gill, okay. Marty Stewart, <laughs> okay, Johnny Cash. I like yeah, uh, classic country and and backwards. I don't like any. Not much. I I like some stuff that comes out today. Uh, I'm more of a music thing. Okay, Elvis. Okay, good or bad? Yeah, I can do Elvis. Beatles, good or bad? Yeah, I I wasn't much on the Sergeant Pepper era. The older stuff, I I do like. You're fine. You're absolutely yeah. fine. I, this is just a this is a preference thing, and I'm trying to to gauge where you're coming from. Uh, Rolling yeah. Stones. Where do you where do you stand on the Stones? Oh, absolutely. Aerosmith, Rolling Stones. Uh, okay. Judas Priest. Okay. So you've got Ozzy Osbourne. Te- you've got some hard rock tendencies, which is awesome. Oh, yeah. and it, not my bag, but I appreciate it. Um, the Stones and the Beatles ish. I can appreciate that as well. Um, where do you fall on like something like REM, eighties music? Ah, uh, what was that one big song that they had? Uh, losing my religion. So here, yeah, here, here, losing my religion. Me, it, it was okay. I just didn't. You know what turned me it, off to that band was an interview that they did with Michael Stipes, where he said. He had no idea where his lyrics came from. And that, you know, it just kind of soured me on the whole band because he doesn't even know what he's talking about. He just puts some words and on paper because they sound good together. And that's fair. And, and, and again, it, it all comes down to just, how and what you like. So when you're our age, so in the 80s, you were in high school. What were you listening to in the 80s? In high school? Oh, definitely. Uh, Van Halen, Poison, yep. Cinderella, yep. Uh, Long Cold Winter, Cinderella, Long Cold Winter, good jam. Oh yep. yeah, that's my favorite. <laughs> Last Mile. There's, now, did you get into any of the punk stuff? You know, like Not so how much. does how does you two fill your brains? Uh, I could. I think they were pretty overrated. I mean, I like their music. I like the way it yeah. sounded. Yeah. But I, I felt like U2 was kind of overrated. Now, and I do and, I do like old stuff, too. I go back even farther. I like I like 60s music. Right. 50s, 40s. My, my dad was a Depression-era kid, so I heard... All sorts of good stuff. Yeah. You, you kind of you faded out there for a second, but... I'm with you, Sam. I am. I, I, I appreciate number one. I'm really glad you called in and I do appreciate that. And I, I appreciate everybody listening to us tonight and, and the fact that you gave us a chance and, and decided, Oh yeah, I'll call in and just talk to these assholes. Cause 
it's music and fun stuff. Um, when you when I say assholes, I mean me. Uh, yeah, exactly. But yeah. uh, <laughs> by yourself. Just yeah, it, it's totally referring to myself. But yeah. um, I've always so, been an '80s baby. Yeah, and when you I got, say '80s baby, I'm. Farther. Yeah, but no, I've 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 been you know I'm talking heads, I'm pretenders, I'm. Uh, you know, we were talking about some of these bands from, from Europe that made it great over in the UK that didn't make it big in America. And I knew, and I listened to this thing on YouTube of, you know, the top 20 bands or whatever that made it in the UK, but didn't make it in America. And I'm like, yeah, I know that one. I know that one. I know that one. Because I was in that underground movement of that punk sort of follow you know, what's the craziest, you know, Spandau Ballet, where's the, where's the, um, oh, what's the one, uh, the uh, uh, Style Council, you know, all these, all these crazy bands that people are like, yeah, I kind of heard of them, I thought, and then you hear a song, and you go, oh, yeah, I remember that one, but I'm like, yeah, I own that album, I bought it because I love that shit, you know, and it's, I'm not trying to, like, you know, be super special or anything but it's just like one of those that's where i came from and you know sam i am you're more of the um american stuff that was popular which is good and it you know it, it's you're gonna find that song that 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 band that thing that that touches you and that's the whole point of it is to find the music that you like right that's all yeah, we're doing I mean, here as far as I understand, Eric, that's all we're doing here. Doss yeah. finally showed up. It's about goddamn time. Yeah. Yeah. Me and like six other people. Yeah. <laughs> Me and the four others that like the music that I like. Whatever. There's, I'm with you. There's Doss. Listening. Thanks, baby. Yeah. What's up? Oh, no. uh, what, what is this? What is this? It sounds like I walked into like some music intervention or something. <laughs> yeah. It's, you it's, could you have. Know. You brought Doss into this crap? Oh, my God. But no. Well, he, yeah, he, got, he got the secret password, so he just logged right in. My mm. gaydar was going off. <laughs> exactly. The, I, the I did password. it again, didn't I, Eric? Yeah, Whatever. I don't Carpe. Care. Whatever. But, El uh, Gay no, Carpe. Whatever. Have, yeah, where, hey, where does um, where's um, Beans and Weenies been? They've been kind of hit and miss. Yeah. Are they all right? Yeah. Did they lose? Really? Did what's his name lose another leg? <laughs> don't say that. Does, yep. Yeah. Do, do you know anything about what's going on with beans and weenies? No, nah, I don't really listen to them. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Gotcha. I thought not my, you, not my you cup of tea. Hey, Sam, oh, I am. I was man. listening to some of that music. You were like into the Judas Priest's a lot of the '80s shit. I was right there with you, man. Mm. Judas oh, Priest I love is this. Favorite band. I, yeah. Iron Maiden. Iron Maiden's one of the most successful touring bands ever. Dude, they still sound good. They're still touring. Yeah. Yeah, Maiden, Priest, like Ozzy, Sabbath, you name it. That's what I grew up with. ELO, Ario Speedwagon, fucking Foreigner, you name it. I had to go to Ario Speedwagon concert twice in the early 80s with my mom because she had nobody else really? to go with. Oh, you're kidding me. Oh, my God. <laughs> you you got to look up Josh. Wait, I went Josh, to um, my very Josh first Warren. concert was Bachman Turner Overdrive. My oh, brother yeah. took me. 
my was like 13, and it was like, can't believe the dope that I could smell. It was awesome. Yeah, Errol yeah. Smith and Cobo Holland in Detroit. Was like, I was you got like, another was thing like, coming, man. 1983. Mine was uh, Motley Crue and Rat in oh. like 84. Oh, Rat! No shit, Rat. Fucking round in, good That is awesome. Fucking Rat. That was a what fun video, a, too. You're on a Geico commercial or something, weren't they? Or, uh, whatever yeah i don't know they, yeah they did they did a commercial for insurance of some kind because you had rats in the attic or something yeah, rats in the attic yeah and it was hilarious Still capitalizing on it <laughs> oh hell yeah they got to but you know and that's the thing is is again rat and this is round and round by rat uh, a minute ago was you got another thing coming by what's their face but um as as a as a punker as a kid, I still liked this stuff because it was fun and interesting. It was like rebellious, you know. It was yeah, poking at the fun time. Yeah, at, I have a, I have a hard time to do it now. It it was just poking fun at all the other stuff, right? Um. Yeah. Who else is here? Is that, is that back to Sam? I am. Sam, I am. It, 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 join I in. I wondering if you could still hear me. Yeah, no, we're all, we all here. Okay, I was having technical difficulties there. I thought you stroked oh, out. Oh, Sam, I am's having technical <laughs> difficulties. Yeah, Bill's got testicle difficulties once in a while. Hey, every, other Thursday, every other Thursday, pretty much. He's got a Sam, box. I am. He's got a hey, box of I was, pills or still put, Bill, I, a blue pill. I keep trying to pull back to um, what we thought, what I thought our theme of the, the show was going to be. Oh. Fuck the dog. No, don't do that. <laughs> he'll die. He's 14 yeah. years old. If he could only die. So I got know, another question. <laughs> yeah, please. Uh, this is not Autograph. such a great question, but when do, when do you all typically do this? I, I enjoy this. Every, oh. every Thursday. Every Thursday. Yeah, unless, give or take between eight or eight thirty. Yeah. Um, All right. Well, I gave you yeah. a follow, so hopefully you'll pop up when oh. you're uh, when you're going live. Yeah, oh, for dude, sure. We appreciate Every it. Eight thirty. Yeah. We so appreciate it because you know you and the six other people who are not related to us who actually listen to us. We do like it. Yeah. Uh, hey, Sam, I am. Sam, I am. You just got him closer to Beaner and Ween's uh, level. <laughs> beaner and weens. Yeah, I am a beaner. Yeah, weens and beaners. Fuck that. We got like 150 some shows and like 4,400 downloads. Yeah, we're we're There's like huge. Really like us. as far as we can tell. <laughs> we're awesome all, as as much as anyone will let us be. Much. Erica R is here, or is that hey, Eric Chris R. Wilson? Chris Wilson. Chris Wilson. Oh, Chris Wilson. Oops. F1 grid. F1 hey, grid. we got people actually got showing people up actually and going. Showing up and going. Listen to us. Yeah, Chris got Wilson, not from Ann Arbor, are you? Eric, Eric just politely said, lucky, lucky wieners and beans ain't on, or uh, you lose all your crowd. Oh, that's that Eric. I love that Eric. He's hilarious. If that's the Eric I'm thinking of. If it's nice not the Eric I'm thinking Eric. of, go fuck yourself on a, on a totem pole, but that's totem okay. Totem pole, but that's okay. Was that me? <laughs> No, no, there's some echo, and I don't know what it is. Who's yeah, who's not got their, their earphones plugged in? 
you're fucking up your technology over there. I, I was just going to tell you one more thing. I'm at the house. Yes, I backed dear. in the driveway, yes, so I'm going to cut out. All right. Is well, that hey, Sam I am? Sam I am, dude. Oh, so happy you showed up. Thanks for sticking yeah. around and chatting with us. Right. We'll we'll have more of this stuff to you know, time. another time. Every other yeah. Thursday, every Thursday we're we're up doing stupid shit. And if you want, you can hear the dog. Yeah, he doesn't <laughs> shut up the whole time. That little fucker doesn't I'll shut up the whole you to time. Mine next week. Uh, It'll be all, all right. right. Thanks, Give me a wolf Thursday. As opposed to a, arr, arr. give me a wolf. Yeah, hopefully the dog's gone. He's doing something. Mm. <laughs> Eric, I don't even know. No. Um, so this is uh, the band Pulp from England. And the song is Common People. And this is one that, like, I'm like, yeah, I know this song. I heard this song. I've listened to this song. But apparently this band did not make it in America. I'm like, come on, really? Hmm. I, but Are you playing something? Put it on, put it on louder. Whatever. Oh, you can't hear it over the barking dog? Yeah, I prefer the barking dog. Yeah, well, that was common people. Um, so you've heard this song before, right, Eric? More than likely. It's a 90s tune, early 90s. Another British band that made it big in Britain didn't do fuck all in America. And I'm like, come on, man. These guys rock. Oh, yeah. Eric is from Slightly Serious. Eric, you're fun. I've heard I've heard you on a number of different things, and you're just interesting. Eric can take you guys to the next level. Now, I would love that. I would love the next level. I don't even know where beautiful. the next level is. So that beautiful. was Suede, the beautiful ones. Whatever. I don't care. Um... So, What's up, F1? Alive. I love this guy. It's F1. alive. F1 it's grid. Alive. <laughs> What's the matter? <laughs> no, we're we're on live with F1 grid. Go ahead, talk F1 grid. F1 grid's hey. here. Hey, dude. What's going dude, on? What's what? Yeah, what's ha- what's the apps? What's happening? What's going on? Well, let me Carpe shut up for a second so I can F1. let you talk. F- Al Carpe's on F1. <laughs> I've been to Indianapolis and Montreal, and I had Monza tickets right before oh. 9-11 tried to cancel. But I'm an F1 fan. My, yeah, I, uh, am I missing uh, something? I'll give my left uh, body part for a, for a Monza ticket. Oh, we had starting road tickets, and then 9-11 happened. We had to give All right, up. you guys talk for a second. I got to get ice. Yeah, all right, thank you. Yeah. Yes, no, dear. Been, uh, I've been following uh, F1 since, uh, like, in the early 80s. It used to come on to Canadian television at, like, midnight for the rerun of F1. That's how I got involved with like, Alain Prost and all those old guys yeah. back in, like, the 80s and 90s. And then hey, I got Schumacher, a question. well, or Senna died, and then Schumacher took over and basically ran with it after uh, – they're talking uh, about who start parts. with um, Jordan, not Jordan, um, um, whoever he started with, but he, he got, he finally got to like Jordan and Ferrari and ran away with it for what is that for? Years. So, Formula One, you guys, you guys know what Formula, Formula One. One, okay, 
Yeah, it's a European Park. circuit. Well, no, it's what Miami, uh, Indianapolis, Texas. No, what? Yeah, so you've got you've got Texas. My, Miami is now this weekend, yep. um, and Las Ve Las Vegas is coming to the show as well. That's right. Vegas is Indianapolis still going, or is it shut down? No, no, it's just uh, Texas. Texas, Texas, Miami, and Las Vegas. Yeah. Well, it pulls up. Yeah, all the Spanish, Mexican kind of probably people that, that enjoy the, the sport. So it makes it easier for them to probably get over and, and come up and watch it. So how many how many yeah. uh, venues have you been to? Oh, man, I haven't been to any Formula One uh, actual races. I've been to uh, – South Africa used to have uh, races called the A1. So yeah. it's, it's yeah. like a form. you remember that, yeah. So yeah. Um, I went to one of the South African races uh, with that, but I haven't had uh, the pleasure of, of going to a Formula One race yet. How about oh, a rap okay. concert? You ever been to a rap concert? Rap concert? I haven't. I have not. And I'm surrounded by rap here in Detroit. I should probably get to it. Who's saying that? Is what, that Dawes? Are you saying that? What rap, am, what rap am I missing? Bill, rat. Bill, I was talking about the band Rat. Oh, Rat. Rat. R -A -T -T, oh, rat. rat. Oh, yeah. yeah. You know, I didn't, I didn't see anything here. But oh, wait. I always serious? wanted to see what you wanted to write to this Would you turn that shit off for a minute? I'm getting yes, serious sir. right now. <laughs> Whatever. Your, your mother and she yeah. dresses you funny. She did. Does. Yeah. Go um, on. Anyways. Um, yeah, no, Rat. I miss Rat and Cinderella and Poison and all that shit back in the day. But um, Which my, day? My, my big fan was Cinderella. Um, probably Who's Duff getting Leopard in their car? And... What? Someone's getting in the car. That's you. Oh, that's away. me. That's me. That's me. My bad. Oh. Yeah. That's F1, right. I'm going to punch you in the dick. For a second there, I thought Sam I Am was still here. Yeah, no shit. Right? <laughs> hey, why, is it, why is it he just gets home and he's got to get out the podcast? It sounds like he yeah. might have a, kind of a mean wife. <laughs> he's like, yeah, like uh, Taylor's. I have a mean, I have a mean dog. It's completely yeah. different, but you know, whatever. you just got to leave the you got to leave the gate open at Slots, night. He'll go away. Bugs, waste toys, dweebies, dickheads. They all adore him. They think he's a righteous dude. <laughs> yeah, just whatever. leave leave the gate, Bill. Leave the gate open at night. If he wants to leave, let him leave. If he's unhappy, tell him to hit the road. If he comes back, he knows yeah. where it's at. I got to tell you, we're going down to Georgia for um, my nephew's graduation. You want me and to come over wife, and leave the gate open? My wife said she's not going to be able to go because she's got to watch the dog. And I'm like, all right, well, you know, maybe he'll die. <laughs> maybe just roofie him. Put some maybe gummies he'll die in beforehand. Put some gummies, gummies in I'm the just water. saying, I don't want it to happen because I know she'll be sad, but maybe he'll die. Fuck him. Wait a minute. Where were you going without the wife? Down to Georgia? Yes. I um, was going to talk to the devil because we're going to do this thing with a fiddle you or something. Down to Georgia? Yeah, whatever. Um, no, my new sister that I found um, two years ago... Uh, lives in Georgia with her husband and two kids and my nephew is graduating high school. Um, and so we're going to go to back down there and see them. We went uh, a year ago and saw them and it was fun as hell. Um, but that's a whole different story. I'm writing a book about the whole finding the birth parents thing. It's crazy. 
Wow. Deep shit, man. Mm. I'm open for questions. <laughs> hey, Bill. That's, a, a, that's a story I actually know about. Did, um, I have a question. What, huh? I have a question. Um, did your sister okay. that you just found, did she ever go to a rat concert? <laughs> you, Bill, you don't know that. As far as I know, she has not gone to a rat concert. No. She's never told you that. It, she has that has not been expl- ex- given to me um, as a piece of fact. You never so asked her know. if you've been to a rat concert. Dawson's I've never not- asked her. Okay, <laughs> really? Come on, Jesus Christ! All adopted or something? No, yeah, Bill was. I was, you were too. Um, yeah, but I was um, birthed by American Indians. Uh, in Alaska. You lying sack of shit. <laughs> no, you we, big, yeah, great, big were, pile of feces. We're, we're, we're both adopted. Yeah, we are, we're stork it's either, babies. It's either adoption or sacrifice. Exactly. <laughs> sacrifice that they just didn't, I don't know, whatever. If you met my parents, you would understand that it's more of a sacrifice than anything. <laughs> because they had I'm to tolerate my years. shit for 18, yeah. 18 years until I moved out. Oh, Jesus. You get that margarita. And now it's stuck with my wife for 30 years and she's ready to send me up the river. Yeah. I would too. If I if I were her, I'd send me up the river too. <laughs> but anyways, I'm sorry. I was going somewhere else with this. What was the other question? Well, we had one, but F1 left. Mm. Why? <laughs> I'm just kidding. Well, he did. I don't I have no reason. Um, I have no idea reason why. What's up, Hobo Chillin'? Hobo Chillin's with us. Hobo Chillin's <laughs> the man, the myth, the legend. So the original hey, idea behind all this whole conversation was um, why musicians um, write music when they do. In other words, you know, is it is it wars like Ukraine and, and, and Russia? Is it uh, is it happenings like uh, the, the shootings in Ohio back in the sixties? Is it Recessions, depressions, pandemics. That's where you know, we were going. That's that's where we were trying to go for, and then the I rails. thought we were going somewhere else, but that's okay. You and I never really ever meet when we did, actually talk about what we're going to talk yeah, about. Did I say, we just did I did I introduce it all that wrong? I, I have no idea. Sure, I thought it was more more or less because this whole pandemic thing was going on, and how many albums well, got written well, in a short yeah, period of time. Of, of, yeah, the influence of like songwriters, they all come from somewhere, right? Something's gotta happen. So there's been a lot that's happened since World War One, two, I'm sure, and Vietnam, Korea, I don't know, you could do them all. But um, you know, in the last 20, 30 years, what do you think the reasons why music was written the way it was? You know? Well, it's like remember when REM like, came out with Everybody Hurts? It was like what, mid nineties? Oh, that was know. a great song. Yeah, why and, what, but, why what was, was it about? Written? What was that song know. about? Yeah, well, I mean, I don't know. Why ask the question if you don't suffer. have a remotely close answer? Well, we all about, suffer, right? Don't, it about, don't it was suffer. About him, it was about him coming out of the closet. <laughs> it probably was. And it would have been know? fine. And, you know, as as a, a parent of I a just kid assume who, that's what all REM songs are about. <laughs> yeah, but you know, as a parent of a kid who was coming out. He's a lot more pretentious than I ever thought. He's, he's kind of full of himself, Michael Stipe. Well, yeah, I, but I, I see, I like that's that. why I like Morrissey better. Well, 
Morris Morrissey's a bit full of himself, but Morrissey also yeah. understands that he's he's making a statement. Yeah. Morrissey just mm-hmm. wanted to to give his 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 thought process out there and say, take it or leave it. Fuck you, I don't care. Yeah, you know I'm, I'm weird and I'm queer they're and I'm crazy. But... They're both political. They're both yeah. kind of in themselves. You know, probably both like narcissists in their own way. No, no yeah, way. I think so. I no, know. really? Yeah, exactly. You're right. <laughs> didn't the guy, no, didn't the guy exactly. REM, didn't he, he retire just because? Well, like, they, they lost Bill Berry, the drummer. And then it fizzled out like five, six years later, seven years later. And then Michael Stipe just released the new albums, apparently. But I sent over mm. Al Carpe a little short documentary on REM. No, and Michael Stipe uh, and Rick Rubin was I interviewing them. And I'm like, Jesus Christ, you're really fucking full of yourself. I'm like, okay, you're a good band back in the day, but you weren't no freaking like Stones or Who or Beatles. Zeppelin, cool. yeah. Yeah, Zeppelin, you know? Right. So, you know, you're, you're iconic, but just be careful. Like, don't overdo it, you know? So, like, don't love yourself too much. So, I, where I, I would, where, no, no, you're, you're still here. Where I was going to go with this was um, because of, and, and it was just a, a, a weird thought process, was because of the way the pandemic happened and everybody had to be sheltered in place and do all this other stuff and, you know, stick around with just the people that you're, you know, you're acquainted with and what have you. And, you know, you're not supposed to, you know, move about socially and keep the distance and what have you. It was like the thought process I had was, is are there any albums that were made like in a weekend or were there albums that are great that were sort of that, shut-in type feeling not that i, I know of like any a Stevie wonder or a tom waits where they're introverts and they're kind of like they just bust out an entire album in like a weekend you know right one thought, and you know and so the only one that i could think of and and really? this is just me this is just me and, and and but this is the one that came off the top of my head because i actually know the history of the this band a little bit um was you know, and this happened in the late 80s, but it was the Cowboy Junkies. They did the Trinity Sessions in a week. It wasn't even a weekend. It was one day. They recorded an entire album in a day. And they did a whole bunch of covers. It was called the Trinity Sessions. And they did it in a church. The song in the background is called Misguided Angel by the Cowboy Junkies. Um, I'm going to turn it down a little bit so I can talk over it. But the way they did this was is, it was like, we're, we're together, we're going to do this album, and we're just going to play it. And they just did it. And so the question then comes is, with this whole pandemic thing, are there other bands that have gone ahead and did something done, did, done, did? Like That's speaking. good English. Great. Yeah, you like that? I, I'm very happy with the way I put that out. Um, but are there Don't other bands that. that have gone ahead and said, we're going to just do this weekend thing and we're going to make a goddamn album this weekend? I know Taylor Swift did. 
she, during the pandemic, Taylor Swift put something out, only because my kids are like super Taylor Swift fans. Um, and I have right, no idea what it is. Swift. But the, the question is, is are there are there other bands, albums out there that were just sort of like that quick one weekend done? No, yeah, okay. like, I have uh, the answer you know, to your question. Please give me. Uh, the answer is no, because of uh, social distancing prevented them from getting together in a, in a nice little church and putting an album together. Yeah, so no, here's, here's, here's the challenge I have to that. And I, I believe you, and I'm with you, Doss. But um, one of the bands that my brother, um, here, let me pause this for a second. One of the what bands that like, my brother, what, no, um, who's who's the one that I love the most, Eric? Uh, my brother's band that I oh, love the most. Yeah, well, there were six and seven. Not his band, band, not his Jordan, band, the other Jordan. one. The Joy Division. No. Cure? No. The no. the local Detroit guys whose name I can't think of at the moment. You're drunk. You're, you're you're blanking out. I'm uh, blanking out completely. We uh, went to see them a number of times. Nichols. It's um, it's like spitting nickels, except it's a local band that my brother manages. Oh, the hand grenades. Hand grenades. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they, they're the hand grenades. Here, let me do this. The hand grenades hand are grenades. kind of like, uh, oh god, it's uh, they're very easy to listen to, and and they're very talented. Well, I think you got to take into consideration how music is made today compared to then. You know, you don't have, especially so, when you're looking at like. Especially when you have like mainstream, um, and you just don't have bands, really. You know what I mean? Yeah. So here's you know, here's the thing with the with right. the hand grenades. I'm gonna yeah, I'm gonna play you this song. Damn I mean, podcast. Hand grenades is a local Detroit band. Um, they've been around for about 15 years. Um, they produced an album, not this one. This song in particular is an older song. Uh, which is great guitar work, great drums, great keyboards, great vocals. Um, but the Hand Grenades produced an album during the pandemic, and my brother was explaining to me that the, the producer was in his car with all the sound equipment, with the cables going into the house for the guitarist, and he would record the guitarist, and then he would pull all the plugs, drive to the drummer, and they would lay the tracks over the guitarist with the drums, and then lay the track with the... He would, he, the producer kept driving to each guy's house, sitting in the car, producing the album in the fucking car, with all the levers and switches and stuff in his car, running the cables into the house. <coughs> For yeah, but why don't we just get together one time and, and bust out like four versions that would sound and pick the best one? Well, and then it turned into, but then it turned into they were able to do it all online where they were able to send. Um, the album was made 
with the guys sending, here's my drum track, and they'd email it to each of the guys, and each of the guys would then go, okay, I'm going to play my guitar track, bass track, I'm going to sing, we're all going to, you know, they do their harmonies over the drum tracks, and they email it back and forth to each other, and then finally mix it together. But it's like, oh my God, these guys are being so creative with the idea of how to figure out how to make music together without being able to be together. And, you know, and it is one of those things where you just look at it and go, this is where creativity comes from. That is the hand grenades wrapped in plastic. That was the official music video on YouTube. You know, I'm going to be honest with you. I'm thinking if you're going to have a band, if you're going to have a band and call yourselves the hand grenades, um, I want a little rebellion, a little edge to you. And if you guys are afraid to get in a fucking room to jam out while some fucking dipshit is out in his car with all his levers and shit, then uh, no. Yeah. Really? It's kind of what I feel. It's like, why can't you get them all together? You know, Bill? It's like fucking get them all they're a band they're supposed to be together right well um kiss my ass and um let's try and stay healthy because go fuck yourself but that's just you know my particular feeling about you know oh no, hey, no. you deal with the fact that they weren't calling themselves if they weren't calling themselves the hand grenades i wouldn't have a problem yeah should have been like uh well, the thing is, is they made music. They made music during the time when people weren't doing shit. Oh. One of those things. This is "See You Around" by the Hand Grenades. Why couldn't they all the just get on like Zoom or something and just jam? Yeah, we should just yeah. all got on a bus. And they they, they ended up on doing a bus that around Detroit and figured it all out. I don't know. You know. I think when you're all in a room together and you're going through shit and you're hashing shit out, especially when it comes to music, you just can't beat that by yeah. sending emails and, you know. You're, you're exactly right. Yeah. But, you know, yeah, how and, do you practice? But so here's the question How does great music get created? Usually good drugs. Is it, they go kind of yeah. hand in hand. A fart and a prayer. <laughs> it's a, it is a fart and a prayer. And, yeah. you know, occasionally the good drugs help. But um, the question is, how do you make great music? Is it, you know, five guys sitting in a room together? Or is it, you know, oh, five guys God. sitting in a living room together just shooting the shit? Is it five guys in the studio? Is it five oh, guys carpe. on Zoom? No, no, the, whole, the whole point is, is that. You know, when, what am I when, when a bunch of people get together and make some kind of like music that is accepted and it's like understood by a bunch of band members, they can all contribute the same way. It creates but beautiful Eric, music. You and I are not in the same room and we're band. still having fun times. And yeah. Doss is here you know, and we're all still having fun times. He's just saying we're that, you know, hey, when you together. break it all up and you go around, you got to like record something here, record something there, you lose all that, you know? Like Taylor Swift. I don't know. Nobody wants to listen but again, to Taylor I, I, I'm not a musician. I hate. don't know any of this stuff. I'm just I, I'm the guy that enjoys music when it's out there. Don't don't hate the messenger, hate the game. Low standards. I, I hope no Taylor I Swift fans here. Nose, I don't pull my they are fucking rabid. Yeah, Bill. Rabid, I tell you. 
is a large oh, face. Kids are gonna fucking cut your throat in the middle of the night. <laughs> what, what am I, right. Eric? Eric you're, what am I again? You're a Taylor Swift fan. Hey, my kids love Taylor Swift. I, she's <laughs> actually really nice to her. She's really, really nice to her fans. She does some really cool shit. She's generic. I, I'm just, I, just saying. You know, the kid's a good kid. Hey, well, look. No, you know, right. t- no. today's sponsor, Tornado Earbuds, made from the recycled aluminum of recently Mother Nature destroyed mobile homes yeah. from the Doesn't famed Midwest hard. Tornado Alley. Yes, that's a real American product. Sure, they're clunk and expensive, but they're American-made from American homes destroyed by American tornadoes. Yep, that's an American tornado earbuds. Because the home of yesterday can become the sounds of tomorrow. It's just one natural disaster away. Go fuck yourself. It's tornado (laughs) earbuds. Hey, Doss, thanks for uh, dialing in. El Carpe. Doss, I take it, bro. See you around, baby. I'm, I'm I'm fading that out, That's dude. I out. had so many, I had so many songs. Well, we can we'll spill it over next week. You know, this show with Lousy will be another Lousy show next week. Thanks, Hobo. All right, take it easy, dudes. All right, see you, Doss. Talk talk to you soon. Doss, thanks for stopping by. We appreciate it. Yeah. Uh, Carpe. Uh, it was always oh, wait, a wonderful you're show. As I usual. feel like even harder. Um, I think we can do it upstairs with Eric here in the next month or two. What? Oh, the scoot is here. Scoot. Scooter's here? I think so. Scooter? Scooter, half of Beans and Weenie's show, entered the live room. Oh, that's scary. Uh, what's up, uh, Scooter? You know, you heard about Scooter. Flats, um, rabies, dickheads. They all adore him. They think he's a righteous dude. He's a righteous they dude. They think he's a righteous dude. So, um, we were going to talk about all sorts of good stuff, and I'm going to email you the whole thing about, uh, you know, what we pretended to talk about tonight. Our line but, um, whatever. Um, you know, there was there was some good stuff that I was going to talk about. Yeah. Some got cut off. Man, I don't care. But you know something? <laughs> the whole fun part right. about it is, is I, get to, I get to talk to my buddy about music. Yeah. Did we do that tonight? Yeah, we got the Ham Tramp Moose Festival coming up. Uh, yeah. Mid-August August. this year. Mid-August. So everybody that can make it to Detroit, lives in Detroit, lives around this community of Detroit. In the Ham Tramp area. Festival, Mid-August. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mark Bill's words, Al Carpe's words, mid-August. I don't have anything to say about it. I'll give you, I'll give you the shadow of love. Um, so what's going on? Bar crawling at its finest. Scooter, that's exactly correct. The whole Hamtramck Music Festival is bar crawling at its finest. Yeah. Absolutely. That was the damn shadow of love. I'm fucking getting rid of that. That's wonderful. Thank you. Um, so, one of the other bands I was going to talk about was the Stone Roses, of course, because they fucking rock. Um, 
Stone Roses got me from Arizona to Detroit. That whole yeah. album. Um, I listened to the Stone Roses album about 16 times. Yeah. In my, my drive from Arizona to Detroit. Shit, you probably had the, the lyrics memorized. Mm-hmm. And it was something I got from my brother. And my brother... Uh, um, hey, Tom can Paul, I say something? Can I please. say something real quick? Uh, Scooter, totally said, Scooter said Ace the dog. Oh, please, Scooter. Come <laughs> over. Do it. Please make it happen. <laughs> Woo! Oh, that's I'm funny. Sorry, I'm down. I, 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 time I, Bill fires you up the podcast. You didn't, that damn dog you didn't hear it from me. In the background. You didn't but hear it from hell? me, but if yeah, that thing fucking dog. dies. Uh, I'm going to send him some canine gummies. The dog's going to be whistling in the background. Uh, Eric, if you can make things shut the uh, hell up. Ugh. Whatever, uh, man. We got disclosure so we can move on and let these people go home. Yeah, I'm sorry. Um, so we're looking at uh, a couple of things here. Um, let's see. Uh, we do have a new sponsor, and it is the soon-to-be world-famous local American failed and bankrupt winery, the Dump <laughs> Winery, growing American grapes for American consumption after fermentation. Yes, that's two big words in the yeah, same sentence. Doing American grapes. Yeah, Pinos, Chardonnay, and that Pinko wine stuff. Right? And that Zinfandel and all that other stuff. Yes, that's that dumpy wine. Making American grapes again. That's a MAGA. Majority, majorly associated grape association. Fuck those people. All right. Appreciate it. Thank Um, you. So they're the ones that uh, sponsor today's show, aside from Tornado Earbuds, and you've already heard about that. Um, the Lobsters of Jameson Stetler and Waldorf have also given us some other shit. And you can feel free to hear about the fact that, you know, fair use, we're playing the music to talk about the music. And hopefully the three people who aren't related to us, who may or may not ever listen might actually exchange real money for the same music that we talk about. You're kind and of starting to yet. No, we're not doing this for ourselves because we love music and the amazing talented Can artists. You grace who... me to say goodbye, please. Just, just hang up on me. Right I'm just going to keep talking All right. to you hang up on me. I know. Hey, folks, look, remember, right. you haven't paid for this. So when you're yeah. disappointed, you got nothing Lobo, to complain Eric, about. Demos and a name I can't Jesus pronounce. Christ. Yeah, thanks for listening up. El Carpe Yak for one more a week. And mm-hmm. uh, we'll catch you guys next week. Thursday, to be exact. And the Lord said, bite unto me. 